I'm Dr. Alexis Edwards, and this is the Seeds of Expansion podcast. Join me as we explore the expansive nature of being human, from the mystical to the mundane. Each episode, we will dive into a topic offering you a seed to further your growth and expansion. Hello, my beautiful beings. Dr. Alexis here. This week's episode is about paradox. It's about understanding that we can have multiple things be true at once. And as we grow and evolve, our understanding of that broadens and widens. This episode was recorded at, in late 2020. So there's the context for that, which I feel was the beginning of really stepping into a new paradigm. We were at the threshold of understanding that we needed to understand what we don't understand, even though it isn't quite understanding. And what I mean by that is that multiple things can be true at once. Opposing things can be true at once. And this is an exploration of that concept. I hope you enjoy for a lot of people, it feels like we're in the upside down. What, you know, left is right now and right is left and, you know, all the things. Um, and one of the noticings I've had the most is that people who are having the most difficulty with all of the changes that we have, both energetically, societally, um, socially, like all those different pieces, health-wise, like all the, all the different aspects of our lives. For those of us having the most difficulty, it's often because of the unveiling of this paradox and paradoxes. So to start, let's talk with what a paradox is. Let's go real simple. We'll go to the definition. I love looking at like the dictionary definition of things like this, and then looking at the etymology, because it really helps us understand what the original, the original use of the word was, and then we can feel like how we use it, right? And how um, collectively and in society and even within our own groups use a certain word. So paradox, a seemingly absurd or self-contradictory statement or proposition that when investigated or explained may prove to be well-founded or true. So I find that in and of itself really interesting because it's quite different than the way that I perceive paradox. So in this case, we're talking about still something either is or is not. In this definition of paradox, something like precisely as it says, something that's absurd, something that doesn't seem could be and then it's proven to be. For me, even more deeply, it's when both of those things are actually true at the same time. Contradictory statements that both have validity to them, depending on the lens, depending on a variety of things. And that's the sort of paradox that I believe life is. Life is paradoxical. Being human is even more paradoxical. And, you know, the lens that I view this from is the lens of understanding consciousness and not just a scientific perspective that where something animates us 
and we're this little meat suit animated by something. I come from the place that it's not just something, it's our consciousness and our consciousness is our spark. It's sparked by like our soul and all of these other things. And, you know, you can go into detail and nuance based on your individual cosmology and what you believe, but the spark isn't by accident. It consciousness is what animates us and what propels us. And so being a consciousness, being this larger being, right? To be able to be non-physical, which is consciousness is non-physical and physical at the same time. That's the ultimate paradox, right? For me, when we are not physical, time doesn't really exist. And for those of you that are interested in more discussions on time, we do have products where we, and master classes that we have um, available that go into time a lot more. And if you know more about this, that's great too, just putting that out there. So our relationship with time is in of itself paradoxical. The idea that we experience something that isn't totally real also paradoxical, right? Both things are true. Time existing, time does exist. In this human form, being in this body, experiencing a human life, time is real. We began, you know, we started this at 2 p.m. and now it is 2.20 after waiting 11 minutes, we began. All of those things are true. And what is also true at the same time is that it all happened simultaneously, instantaneously. And this year, this 2020, this mirror, this perfect sight is allowing for these veils of paradox that always existed to kind of lift up. And that's why I wanted to talk about this. And this is why I think it's so important is because our minds do not like that. Our minds like order. Our minds like to put things this is and this is not. Time either is real or it is not real. It cannot be both real and not real at the same time. So part of this process over the, these three days is introducing paradox and playing with it and all that kind of thing. But also later on in, in the week, we're gonna go into what are the paradoxes that we see around us and how to navigate that. How can we feel secure and stable and tell our human that we're okay when contradictory things are both true. So with paradox, when we um, look at the etymology, when we look at it even more deeply, paradoxes, they can take us outside of our usual way of thinking because we believe it to be this way, but it is in fact this way. Or in our definition, we believed it to be this way, but it's in fact both. <laughs> or a third option or a fifth option or, a, you know. But it's taking us outside of the box and the boxes that human beings have lived in for millennia and that most human beings prefer. And now we're seeing beyond that because we're being invited to grow and evolve. And part of that invitation and part of that growth and evolution is noticing these seemingly absurd things with one another. Um, 
my mother-in-law and I were talking yesterday about where Pete, like how we view things and how we're able to absorb and how when something is true for us and as it presents, where we are on our path often has a role in what, how quickly we're able to assimilate that information. Meaning how much work and how much growth we've done, our lens and the way that we view the world, where we are in any given moment does have a relationship with like, let's say, if I tell one person, you know, we're talking about nonlinear time and multiple timelines and that there's multiple world. It's not just a theory. It is actually true. And then for someone else, and it might be you listening right now, like, what are you talking about? There is only one existence. Like, so really how much we're able to absorb um, is really dependent on a lot of things within us. And so if you're watching this because you do feel like you've been in the upside down this year um and truly regardless of what year it is i assume that this will be continuing feeling like you're in the upside down and so that feeling like you're in the upside down and you don't have the language for it allowing yourself the grace and space to process things particularly paradoxical things at the pace that feels good so for example, time being real and not real. If that's not comfortable yet, we get to lean into the one thing and also open up the possibility that perhaps, maybe time is also not real, right? So I used time as an example, but you can use anything in your life. When you start to get uncomfortable and you're noticing that things are changing and altering, just giving a little bit of space of what if, and what if really allows our minds, um, it directs it too. It, it gives our mind the directive that something new is coming and it creates space to do that. So really look at where you are. Um, if it's way out there, just a what if is perfect. If you are in a space where you do accept paradox and paradox is part of your life, how can you deepen that? How can you allow for things that are true and not true at the same time to show up for you more seamlessly? Um, those are some questions to have. So going back to the, etymol the etymology of the word paradox, it's originally, it comes from a Greek word and the prefix of para meaning beyond, outside of and a verb, I'm probably pronouncing this incorrectly, but dokein, D-O-K-E-I-N, which means to think, right? That formed a word paradoxos, which was actually an adjective. And so now in the English language, paradox is a noun, which I find that kind of interesting when we take a word and it, it acts as one thing and then we move it languages and we borrow it and it evolves and now it's used in a different way of language. Um, I love that. I could play into that all day long, but we won't, we're gonna continue. <laughs> so with it now being a verb, right? It goes from being the adjective paradoxos, meaning contrary to expectation. And remember, in 
in that way, it was an adjective. So it altered a noun, it altered a thing. So that table could be paradoxos. That purple blouse could be paradoxos, right? Um, and now it acts like in a different way. Anyway, just more, more things to think on. Latin speakers then borrowed this word to create paradox and it came from there. Um, I love this idea of the contrary to expectation because I think that it really boils it down to what we can feel. So with all words, we can feel all of the ways that they've been used. So you can think of maybe some words that are unkind, right? I, I think I'm gonna, won't say it because some people might not like big words, but for, I am gonna say it. So for people who say, like for example, the B word to say bitch, bitch that can have energy and connotation. It holds every way any person has ever used that word is within the energy of that word. We can feel that. And so also we have our own ways that we have used it, heard it used or had it used within our sphere, right? So we have access to every, we can feel what everyone has ever used that word for, but also how we have, okay? And so I think that this is important because in looking at a word like paradox and looking at any word, we have experiences and human beings use language and use words to explain and quantify an experience and put it into a box. So now you have a huge experience of things being and not being, right? This experience of the upside down being put into a box of a word. And the best word in this case is paradox. So it's really funny because we talked about in the beginning about really opening up that our current experience is widening, right? And having language for that widening. And how as human beings, we're stepping outside of that box and our minds don't like it. And so what I'm offering to you is a word that gives you a framework, right? That lets your mind say, okay, we can take this upside down. We can take this experience and now we can label it and put it in a box a little bit. And it helps us be able to move forward because when we have an unveiling, the more and more we feel and understand and view things that were not, but now are, 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 or are both, right? We need a little bit of stability. And that's where we go back to what, you know, that, that being able to at least put our finger on it. Okay, so what's happening right now is that everything is up, in fact upside down and it is a veil lifting and it is our understanding widening. Another question that can be helpful with sort of experience, the experience that we're all having, right? With this understanding of what we said, like being this consciousness is non-physical and this physical at the same time is creating a little bit of 
a crutch in a way of, okay, that's what's happening right now. I'm going to be presented with situations continually where I'm going to notice myself being pushed and stretched in ways and being able to accept that as and allowing it, even if we can't accept it yet, allowing it to kind of just be, again, it goes back to that what if, that creating space. And that's part of when things are really difficult or we perceive them to be difficult or both, creating enough space so that we can still function. Because as, as consciousness in human bodies, if we become non-functional, we're not any use to anyone, including ourselves. So a lot of this is really like using spiritual concepts in a way, and even scientific concepts sometimes, to create a crutch so that we are functional, so we don't just have to sit in a corner and like rock ourselves, right? All right. Um, I kind of want to open it up a little bit now. Does anybody have thoughts or questions that are coming up with this so far? Okay. So let's all take a nice deep breath and move, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to flow a little bit in more into time and space. Oh, did my you only question? question? Yeah. So we're kind of moving into the paradox also that has all the other meanings of everybody else that uses that word too. Is that part of this at all? Because that was just where my brain went. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, like the fear that is attached with living in paradox, that's a part of the word, right? That most people have in response to not understanding it and all that stuff, right? Yeah, I would say yes, because particularly when you're talking about, I guess let's widen it even further, right? So by putting this, word as the word we're using to explain our current experience part of what's happening is we're tapping into also that collective experience so it's not just the use of the word now because we're using that word for this so that word now carries the year 2020s experiences does that make sense yes and then part of that is yes absolutely um part of why paradox is going to have that those experiences and that energy of fear that you talked about is because of that humanness that we that we mentioned, right? So we like to be safe and secure. And when something is a surprise and when something is unexpected, and that's essentially what paradox is because we're looking at specifically, it's we thought one thing and it's in fact the other and or both. So when something goes outside of expectation, it's a surprise when human beings are surprised, they can sometimes that can elicit fear. It can cause the human system, the meat suit to freak out and be like, oh, hang on, I'm not safe. We didn't expect this, something else is, there's an outlier, there is new um, information, there's new data, what do I do with this? So yeah, there is all of that, that people are feeling that. You know, the paradox is about the unknown and people do not like the unknown. 
because even, you know, we said, yes, we expected one thing and we got another, but when we get another, we also have to look at the fact that that expectation is now broken, it's gone. So then even though we can kind of see what's happening around us, there is a lot of unknown because we're still in the framework of the known. We're still in the framework of what we expected. Does that make sense? Yes, that's great. Okay. And to go a little bit further into that too, that's a great question, by the way. For this year specifically, right? Or any year, because we have these paradoxical years, we have these periods of time where the veil is lifted more for us and we can see truth more deeply. Um, and this has happened throughout your life. It isn't just this year. It's just collectively we're feeling it all at once. Is allowing for, oh, let's see. Yep, gone, lost it. <laughs> Let's have water and then go from there. What was that lot? Was there another part of the question? Maybe that's what it was. No. There was no other part to my question for sure, but yes. Oh yeah. Okay. I got it. So in our life, we create frameworks about what our life is going to look like. And we follow that. Like we know in general that we're going to go to sleep at a certain time-ish. We know our patterns, right? And then we wake up and we know what happens when we wake up. And we know like, even if there are outliers, they're still within some sort of consistency Within our life, we know-ish the things that are going to happen. Whenever there is something that kind of pops up unexpectedly, it's an outside of our expectation, it can throw us off. And part of that is, is throwing off the, you know, the endocrine and the adrenal system and all of that. So like your actual physical body is responding, right? It's not just our mind. Cause even when we're like really tuned in and peaceful and kind of like can respond most of the time and not react like, hi, we're still human, you know, and our physical bodies still have biological processes. And I think that that's something that's really important to remember is that we do have those biological processes. So within that framework, we're looking at, you know, here we are, we did our plan for 2020 and we're moving along and we're doing our thing. And then all of a sudden we're told that we have to stay home. And all of a sudden, like all these different pieces that have happened was completely outside of any framework we had previously. So it's then looking at the fact that that framework is gone. And so part of what some people do is like, well, I'm going to get it back, right? I'm going to get it back, right? Like, so in our example of this year in particular is people waiting for normal to return. When you have a massive experience, it isn't possible to return to what you were previously. It's not possible. There's a transformation that occurs. We can't go back. You can't undo something, right? 
when you put milk on the counter, can you put the milk back in the container in the same exact way it was before? No. Do you even want to put that milk back? <laughs> and that's probably a really good point too. Like, do we want to put the milk back? And I think for the most part, most of us would say, no, we don't want to put the milk back. And then looking at the paradox of it, where if you had asked us before, would we always want our life to be the same with the same structure? Yeah. But when you're presented with massive changes, it's like, do you want to go back? Hell no, I don't want to go back. Do not put that milk back in the, you know? So. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. One of my favorite parts of this recording of this episode in particular is that this is the time when this concept of being in the upside down came through for me. And it was really important, and I find that it still is really important, this act of beingness when reality as we know it isn't as it was before. And many times, as we discussed in the episode, we do feel like we are Alice in Alice in Wonderland, upside down. I'd like to conclude this episode with inviting you to explore this in your own life. Explore how the last year and a half, the last, whenever it is that you're watching, listening to this, however much time I want you to think about how much your reality has changed, how much your willingness to explore possibility has expanded. And if you're in a place where perhaps it hasn't expanded, I invite you to play with what it would it look like to expand the possibility of what can be possible. Paradox exists and is experienced because we are energy and our human minds are putting meaning via our lens, via our spiritual soup, is putting meaning to our experiences, to that energy. And when we lift it all up, what is the energy? Feel into what you're noticing with all of your senses. I love you. Thank you for listening to the Seeds of Expansion podcast. Take a moment to record any thoughts, musings, and new ideas in your Seeds of Expansion journal. Free download available via the show notes. If you enjoyed our time together today, please subscribe and share. It's through listeners like you that we are able to share the messages of growth and expansion and what it is to be human at this time in a continual state of expansion. Join us next week as we journey further.